Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 24 of Season 4 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a hilarious and poignant journey through the 1989 Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan rom-com When Harry Met Sally, One Minute at a Time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today on Groundhog Day is Brett Stillo, formerly of the Five Minutes of Banzai and Five Minutes of Trouble. Welcome back to the show, Brett. Did you see your shadow? Thanks. Uh, no, I don't see it. I don't see my shadow. But happy Groundhog Day. But that's another movie by Minute Podcast. That, yes, uh, of course. But it is officially Groundhog Day. So uh, take a groundhog to lunch. Uh, they'll appreciate it. So, <laughs> take them to lunch or have them for lunch? <laughs> I think, I, think I, I, I can only imagine the, the comedy potential of going to Katz's Deli with a groundhog. Yeah, okay. You know, I imagine I'd imagine the groundhog would just want like I don't know carrots or something like that. But, Probably. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave that to Bill Murray. Let him figure that. We'll, out. Yeah, let's leave that to Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, so, so first yeah. of all, we're, we're we're actually we've hit the the quarter mark of this movie. Episode twenty four wow. is the you know quarter of the ninety six minutes of this movie, and I mean a lot has happened in the movie up till now, but there's still so much more to come. So keep sticking with us along the way. Interesting. So minute 24 begins with the this documentary couple continuing to talk and ends with Alice defending Sally. So yesterday we started talking about this this documentary couple that, uh, you know, this this lady man played by uh, Al Christie, who, uh, you know, had uh, quite a number of, of wives and girlfriends over the years, even though he does not look like someone who you would think uh would be a ladies man but uh, apparently the character is meant to be what can you do <laughs> <laughs> and then he he looks at the woman next to him and goes but i couldn't take my eyes off of you i remember i snuck over to her and i said what did i say <laughs> <laughs> you said what are you doing after right so just to remind everyone they were at ellie uh, they were at eddie calicio's uh funeral where he comes over to him and says, and he said, what are you doing after? Right. So I ditch Roberta. We go for coffee. A month later, we're married. And she goes, 35 years to the day after our first marriage. So, I mean, first of all, that that's, that, it's a great story. It is. You know, it, it, it's somewhat sad that this is, you know, the, the, the story. Because, you know, to think that, that, you know, it took you 35 years to, get back to the person that you knew you were meant to be with, you know, that, uh-huh. and, and, you know, had many other adventures along the way, you know, that that's, it's somewhat sad to think that it took the person that long, you know, especially knowing that these are based on true stories. Exactly. You know, so, so someone did go through this. I mean, whether they, they, they met a Marjorie and a Roberta and a Barbara and a Katie, who knows, but you know, now we we didn't mention anything about the name Roberta yesterday. No. So do do you know do you know the definition of the name Roberta? Well, obvious. The, the obvious one would be a, a female pronunciation, or uh, it's a, a female version of Robert. But I can't recall where Robert comes from. Hmm, but that's, that's a name that sounds familiar to me. Oh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Where does that come from? But. Uh, uh, no, I do not know. I, I, again, I know I've probably looked up the origin, but I cannot recall. I, I will say, uh, when I was little, I had a, a wonderful pet 
rabbit named Roberta because it was rabbit, uh, you know, it was like a female rabbit. So, so yeah, that I always think of my bunny. When I hear uh-huh. that name. Okay. But I know that I know that's not okay. mean bunny. What does Roberta mean? That's fair. <laughs> okay. Well, I, as you said, it's the female version of the name uh, Robert, uh, which means uh, fame. Glory, honor, praise, renown. Um, it is apparently the second most frequently used given name of ancient Germanic origin. Unfortunately, I couldn't find what the first one was. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't matter. It's the second one. So that that's that's good enough yeah. for me <laughs> from that perspective. No, for, for me, the the uh, uh the, the name Roberta actually has has a lot more meaning. Than, than than one would oh, think. Really? Uh, one of them is one of them is because you know my my real last name begins with an A. So I remember when I first started working at a high tech company. Uh, this was probably twenty seven years ago, uh-huh. something like that. So at the time, the way that they would do it is you'd have the email address would be your first name and your first initial of your last name. So my email address that I got on the first day was Roberta, <laughs> and I obviously immediately went and spoke and became friends with the IT guys and explained to them that they got to change it. <laughs> you can't keep yeah. that. You know, it just doesn't, doesn't it's, work that way. It, you know, you, you got to switch it. it <laughs> and they right. did. And they did. <laughs> and uh, the second thing that, that, that I, the second anecdote that I always love about the name Roberta is that I remember when I was a senior in high school. So we went for, for a class trip to Florida and I couldn't go. So one of the other, one of my classmates, she decided to go instead of me. And, um, but they had already bought my ticket. So, you know, this was obviously pre 9-11. And we talked earlier in the week about uh, traveling under an assumed name. But apparently she traveled and had to tell people her name was Roberta. You know, and that was why, you know, her plane ticket said Robert on it. You know, as if it was something that was cut off. You know, they, they didn't ask for uh, ID at the time, so it didn't really matter. But, you know, I, I always love those those little stories oh, yeah. about it. You know, there are tons of variations on the name Roberta or Robert. We're not going to go into all of them. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just talk about Rob. That, that, that's good enough for me. I don't need to go any further than that. Um, there are many um, kings named Robert from many different uh, countries, uh, most notably uh, from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in uh, Normandy, there was also a, a, a King Robert who was known as Robert the Magnificent. Magnificent. Um, it nice. is to this day, still one of the most uh, frequently given male names. Okay. It was the top 10 most given. It was in the top 10 of the given boys' names in the U.S. for 47 years from 1925 to 1972. Uh, I missed the cut. I was born in 74, so I guess my parents were being a little nostalgic at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, it's it's still uh, widely used, even though there are many neg- negatively evaluated historical figures who's, who have that name. Uh <laughs> Uh, do, do you know any famous fictional characters? Uh, oh, here's an obscure one. Uh, Captain Robert April, first captain of the USS Enterprise yes. Star Trek. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'm familiar with that one. Okay, now the one that threw me off was, did you know that Rocky Balboa's real name is Robert Balboa? No. I did not know that. That blows me away. Does Yes, in, me too. In, yeah, in your research, is there ever a, a time in the Rocky series when, like, you know, do you, Robert Balboa, take uh, Adrian? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that one of his... Son, I think his son is named Robert in uh you know in in like Rocky Five I think I could be wrong but uh, yeah no so that that was the one that really jumped out at me I mean there's a list of there's a two pages list here of of famous Robert or Bobs wow you know like Sponge SpongeBob is a Robert you know that type of thing okay uh, Bob the Builder is a Robert yeah <laughs> it's like but I, I like the uh, you know, going with the Rocky Balboa aspect because that is something that completely threw me off. Was, was wasn't expecting it. Yeah, you know, you just no, I, I just always assumed his name was was Rocky. You know, it's like what else could it be? Um, <laughs> I I guess Rodrigo. I don't know. Anyway, with no, but he's he's Italian. He's the Italian stallion. You know, he is the so. Italian stallion. And but you know, yeah. again, once again, folks. You you know these movie by minute podcasts are educational. Your brains yes. are expanding with amazing knowledge. Amaze your friends. <laughs> For sure. So the then we we fade to black and you know the 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 screen shows starts up again and we see uh, three women standing uh, sitting at a table in a restaurant cafe something like that on uh, I my. I'm assuming this is in the middle of Central Park um, because it looks like that's what's around them. Right. Uh, I could yeah. be wrong. I'm not I'm not familiar enough with uh, New York geography, but it looks like they're in that type of setting. You, know, you see the high risers in the back and you see all the trees behind them and stuff like that. Uh, and then the, the screen, we get a title that says, uh, you know, five years later. So now we have jumped to 1987. Yeah. Um, and we, we can notice that Sally is the one sitting in the middle uh, because we recognize Meg Ryan, you know, because her hairdo is once again differently uh, done differently than in the past two uh, segments of, of the movie. Um, and then we, we continue through the conversation. We hear one of them uh, who this is her, her, one of her best friends named Marie played by uh, the late, great Carrie Fisher, who I got to say, this is one of my favorite. I, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I think she is amazing here. You know, she she really hits yeah. it out of the park in this movie because because she's so different from what you would expect from Princess Leia, you know, that type of thing. And Absolutely, so the conversation yeah. can, starts. It, 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 we, we pick up in the middle of a conversation and she says, I went through his pockets, okay? And then uh, the other woman at the table, who we find out is is named Alice, says, Marie, why do you go through his pockets? You know what I found? No, what? They just bought a dining room table. He and his wife just went out and spent $1,600 on a dining room table. Where? The point isn't where, Alice. The point is he's never going to leave her. So what else is new? You've known this for two years. You're right. You're right. I know you're right. Why can't you find someone single? <laughs> when I was single, I knew a lot of nice single men. There must be someone. Sally found somebody. And then Marie goes, 
Sally got the last good one. And then there's a beat, and then we hear Sally chime in and says, Joe and I broke up. What? When? Monday. You waited three days to tell us? Joe's available? Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes, Marie. Don't you have any feelings about this? She's obviously upset. And that's the whole dialogue for this minute. Now, th this tells us so much about the characters just by listening to yeah. this first conversation. You know, uh, Marie is is obviously having an affair with with someone who who's married and she is diluting herself into believing that he will eventually leave her even though uh, we know that that's uh, you know probably not going to happen because this is a a typical movie trope you know that they they throw in there I'm I'm assuming it happens in real life too but you know in in, in the movies we see this uh, quite often you know, they, they mentioned the fact that, that, you know, that he bought a dining room table. Now, why does he have his receipt in his pocket? <laughs> you go you go and buy furniture. You're not going to keep your receipt in your pocket, you know, that she's going through. Maybe jacket pocket? It doesn't necessarily – see, my first thought was, was his, his pants pockets. But, okay, maybe if it's a jacket pocket, possibly. I don't know. Do you think $1,600 for, for a dining room table is a lot in 1987? Yeah, yeah. Because that's uh, factor in inflation. A, a side note: uh, I, I love doing movie inflation. <laughs> of course, I, I don't do. know if you ever do that, but um, yeah, it's just you know I I oh I you know I I, I watched a movie from the forties not you know last week and like I, I'll give you five hundred bucks you know it's, right. uh, that's how, more how like, much do you think it is today? Uh, uh, what five thousand? Uh, five hundred. About the sixteen hundred dollar uh, nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, how much is sixteen sixteen hundred dollars in nineteen eighty seven? How much is that worth in twenty twenty two? Sorry, twenty. Well, twenty twenty three, but the, the information is from twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I'm going to say that it is thirty two hundred. I'm I'm rounding up slightly, but but still. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. So I was, yeah, I was a conservative estimate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. But, but even now um, thinking about it, spending, but, spending $4,200 on a, on a dining room table, you know, that that's an expensive dining room table, you know, in, in either, yeah. in, in either time frame. you know, whether you're talking about the, the 1980s yeah. or now that that's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And you have to, kind of yeah take it back to marie's perspective that, why would he spend so much money you know, if he's that's... planning on leaving her you know like like he's yeah, obviously promised yeah. her it's you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's you know yeah you don't you know it's <laughs> that table no. is not an no, out definitely not <laughs> trust me she'll be so happy with the table that she won't notice yeah. i'm gone so <laughs> probably um, not but also, and I think it also says, yeah, it says a lot about Marie that she's in this very bad relationship, and uh, just a lot, yeah, a lot of great insight about uh, right about all and the characters. Even Alice, well, you get, I mean, like Alice, you said, you the, the, the 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 first question Alice asks Marie is, you know, when she says about the dining room table, she's aware, meaning where did he buy the table for only sixteen hundred? You know that that that's her yeah. moment there. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're on. We have different priorities yes. here. 
Alice. Yeah, but but um, we, we can tell that Marie is completely nuts. She's nuts about this guy, and and she's deluded herself into believing. Yeah. Know, that that he will leave her, even though they've been together for two years. You know, and exactly. and I love her her response. You're right. You're right. I know you're right. <laughs> you know, Carrie Fisher delivers this line so well. You're right. You're right. I, I know you're right. Yeah. You know, she's she's you know trying to convince herself, but she knows that she won't be able to convince herself. And then Alice is lying to her back saying, why can't you just find someone single? <laughs> That's just great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why keep, you know, dating married men? Go find someone who is single. And then, you know, it, the, it, the information comes out that, that, you know, Sally and Joe are no longer together. Yeah. And it's then that's a, I mean, it's just some great character driven dialogue here. Yeah. Did, did you notice um, how uh, Sally is acting throughout this whole conversation between the other two women at the table? I did. I did. It's just a nice touch. She's like fidgeting she's, the whole time. She's not, you yeah. Know, she, she's, she's unnerved about something. Yeah. You know, she's listening and not listening. Yes. That's right. Um, She's she's drinking her salad and uh, playing with her wine with a with a fork. So right. um, she's drinking her salad. And yeah, no, I'm just like she's kind of you know, <laughs> exaggerating. She's at you know I mean she's uh, Meg Ryan's doing a great job of not really paying attention, even though she's you know and and just you know like you know it's no you know it is the opposite of no big deal. Yeah. You know, she's trying so hard to play it down and it's like, no, this is and, you know, it's the reaction of the other two. And um, yeah, because they, you know, they immediately to Alice and Marie immediately sort of drop everything. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, this is important. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and, and I love the reactions to the whole thing. I mean, like, first of all, if you look at Sally's eyes, you know, she's like she's, she's like rubbing her eyes right before. Um, she she gives this information out that that she and Joe have broken mm-hmm. up. She you know I I don't know if she's crying. Maybe she's trying to hold back tears by 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 rubbing her eyes like that, or maybe she's rubbing her eyes because she's been crying for three days. I, I don't Very know. Very good observation. Yeah. Don't know. And you know both Marie and Alice are completely shocked by this whole thing. And and I love the fact that the the reactions are completely different. Alice is very supportive. And what's the first thing that Marie mm-hmm. says? Joe's available. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Alice there, is like, there's why a... did you wait three days to tell us? And yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. And, uh, you know, something that struck my mind is that's a long time. <laughs> uh, apparently like... if they're very good friends, but, but what, what yeah, I love I the fact is, yeah. is that if this, if they said that it happened on Monday and it's been three days, so Thursday, like today, Today is Ooh, Thursday. Nice. We are talking about this scene uh, that is taking place on a Thursday. On a Thursday. <laughs> Obviously, uh, decades away, <laughs> decades apart. <laughs> you know, we're we're only thirty six years uh, or thirty between thirty five and thirty six, depending on when this is taking place. Uh, removed from when this scene uh, apparently is happening. So, well, I I I love that. You know, a like movie reality synchronicity, <laughs> um, and then also when you figure, yeah, you just like, oh, it's a Thursday, or you know, you can kind of figure out the dates based on information you got. I'm sure you've had that experience of watching a movie and it just happens to be April first, and suddenly 
you know, somebody in the movie blurts out, oh, it's April 1st. And you're, you know, it's just like that weird. Um, right. One of the things, yeah, one of the things for weird me that's kinda... very weird is because I rewatch movies, you know, years later and stuff like that. And I keep a record of when I watched a movie and I'll like watch a movie and then, you know, I'll, I'll look to see when the last time it was that I saw it. And I find out that it was the same day, you know, like, like seven years yeah, ago on exactly. August 30th, you know, I saw this or whatever day it was, you know, and it's just, or, or within a day or two, you know, just like little coincidences like that. You know, so the, those are always fun to to, yeah. to catch them, yeah. to catch along the way. Yeah, the weird the weird magnetic power yes. of movies, uh, just the the draw and the pull. Um, yeah, a cu- uh, couple of things come to mind for me with this scene. Is there anything you want? No, no, no I, I actually first? finished all my notes for this scene besides besides the script. So, oh, okay, you know, I'll just. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, Besides uh, the fact that uh, just you know, Marie uh, sips her wine as she's uh, talking, you know, so she's not only an adulteress, she's also a, a lush. I don't know. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is a very wine yes centric movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody's drinking wine, um, and that kind of goes with. Uh, well, it's, it kind of leads into something, you know. Uh, I was going to say because you have. One thing about this move, about this scene is, yeah, that that background, you know, you have the great Barry Sonnenfeld mm-hmm. uh, lensing this movie for uh, Rob Reiner. And that, that background, you know, is that's absolutely painting with light. It looks like a Monet painting yeah. in the background and uh, just just, you know, he's just dialing it in. And but it's like, boom. And it's just a reminder that this movie uh, is it's a love story, but it's it's also a love story about New York. It's such a New York uh, centric movie. Yes. You because know? one of the things it's, they do is they uh, show us New York as often as possible. In a in a really wonderful way, um, you know. On a personal note, you know, I love the gritty '70s New York movies. It's probably you do. You know, we could probably talk about. You know, the I I have a I have my own name for that genre that's new york is hell <laughs> because that's kind of the theme yeah. when you have say the taking of pelham one oh two, i love that movie like right yes. right and part of that is just you know the terrorists are making the demands and the police saying we can't do that <laughs> we you know because everything is messed up in that movie and everybody's angry and yelling at each other and you know taxi driver of course and um you know, movies that are filmed in New York in the 70s where there's actually just garbage on the street. That's not uh, that's not the set. That's just there was a garbage strike. So you just see what right. a mess New York <laughs> is. But, you know, I think in the 80s, you know, it's 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 changing. You know, people like, you know, about the same age as Harry and Sally are like, I'm moving back to New York. I'm going to try to make it here. Well, it's just the yuppie. It was the the yuppie uh, aspect of it. Exactly, exactly. And you know, you kind of have to, you know, call out like you know, Harry and Sally are, you know, they're boomers. And uh, you know, well, Harry, uh, Harry more than Sally. So yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. I'm definitely Billy Crystal. Definitely, yeah. Um, But they're, yeah, they're 
no offense to them, but they're kind of more yuppies and they've got a career going. You know, it's, it's this wonderful illusion that uh, we know Harry and Sally have jobs. Their friends have jobs. We never see them actually nope. working. They're always <laughs> we're going to lunch. We're going to a museum, you know, and it's, uh, you know, there's other movies doing this. I, but I think this one is is a really good example of, uh, um, you know, by the 80s. You know, people were saying, you know, it's almost like, you know, leave New York alone. Yeah, we got our problems. There's so many great stuff in New York. You know, there, you know, a little later, there's the uh, inevitable. uh, Let's have a hot dog from a cart. I think it's Jess and Harry. And it's like, yeah, the only I think the only thing missing is a uh, Harry and Sally should have a slice of pizza. Maybe that scene was shot and they ended up on the cutting room. Yeah, floor, they couldn't but... have them eat too much food. You know, <laughs> no, but it's just you know, it's it's New York is a is a magic kingdom. Yes. and I think Barry and his the way he he you know, however he was able to highlight that background because that doesn't even that, that doesn't even look real. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a phony backdrop, and uh, yeah, and also just I'm, I'm so happy. I, I got a minute. I got two minutes with Carrie Fisher. <laughs> this is a treat. That's right. You know, because you know, you know, you 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 assign me minutes. I was like, ah, well, maybe if I'm lucky, I probably won't. You know, and you get her introduction you know, also. Fisher, you don't even. You don't yeah, just get. get you just don't get Marie. You get Marie's introduction. Yeah. You know, so. And yeah, and she's such a great character, yeah. and it just makes you know, like probably like you, it's like, oh man, I miss Carrie Fisher, and I wish she had done more movies and characters like this. This is kind of her kind of a character. She probably enjoyed playing, you know, a, a quirky New Yorker. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it also, last thing is, is it ties in like we, I mentioned this yesterday, you know, so many, you know, there, there was like this whole gang of people who had worked together, were friends um, you know, Carrie Fisher was a good friend of Penny Marshall, who was married to Rob Reiner mm-hmm. and Penny Marshall makes big. And, um, you know, all the, you know, Billy Crystal, a friend of Rob Reiner, they did move, you know, they, everybody's, it's like, there's this whole talent pool and they all know each other and they work together. And it's just like, you could say the same thing of the, you know, the classic one, Spielberg and Lucas and Scorsese and they're, you know, they're working on each other's projects and looking at each, you know, looking at cuts mm-hmm. and, and things yeah. like that. There's also this group who are, you know, they're making slight, like slightly more adult movies in the eighties as an alternative to that. And, uh, just wanted to mention that. Yeah. Too. Okay. That's great. So the, the script has some changes here. So first of all, with the, with uh-huh. the documentary, uh, couple. So in the movie, he talks about the fact that he couldn't take his eyes off for her. And you remember he snuck over to her and started talking to her and he didn't remember all that stuff. None of that is in the script. Okay. There, it, Interesting. It, you know, yesterday we ended with the point where the woman says, don't forget Roberta. And he goes, oh, Roberta. And then the woman says, and then we got married again. The man goes, 45 years to the day after our first marriage. And the woman says, but I never married anybody in between. I waited. I knew. So. I, I I think it's a it's it's somewhat of a disappointment that they left out that final uh, line from the woman because that that's part of the whole idea here. You yeah. know that that you know people finding each other after so many years. You know that that's part of the the whole idea here. But okay, what can you do? At least it's in the script. <laughs> and the 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 setup for the scene 
1987 is also differently. It says in the script, it's it's five years later. Sally is walking down the street to a restaurant in Lake, uh, Lake Peta, uh, Petaluma. I don't know what that is. Uh, she looks even prettier now. She's wearing a loose blouse, full skirt, and boots. Okay. Two women, Marie and Alice, are at a table for three. Marie is dark-haired, dark-eyed beauty. Alice is cute and plump, a married lady. Sally comes in and sits down as the others finish giving their drink orders to the waiter. Sally says, sorry, I'm late. And then turns to the waiter and says, here's what I want. I want a Campari and soda, <laughs> but here's how I want it. I want the Campari in a glass with ice and the soda on the side, but in a bottle. I don't want the soda in the glass. I want to mix it myself. And then it says, Sally, you know, while she's ordering, then we have the the conversation between Marie and Alice that starts. And as um, Marie starts talking about what she found in his pockets, that's when it says Sally's done with her order. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little different. They, I, I understand why they cut that out because they don't need to yeah. once again show us how Sally orders things. But I just, you know, find it funny that the original idea was to, you know, in every one of these segments to start it off by her ordering something in a strange way. But yeah, take yeah. that out. That's fine. I'm like I said, I'm okay with that. So, yeah. so every Thursday we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track, uh, dating courting edition, where my guest will give a adventure story, misadventure anecdote, something that happened to them over the course of life that's related to either dating or courting. So, Brett, you 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 teased on Tuesday that you have another story to tell us. I, um, I so did. go I did. ahead. Why don't you tell us that story that you wanted to tell us? I feel like I should tell the the sequel to yeah the story I told Tuesday about the first time my wife and I met, and yeah it's, we we had a, an interesting uh, courtship that has certain Nora Ephron overlaps to it. Let me ask you a question, Rob. Do you remember Yahoo Group? Yes, of course. So, <laughs> ancient history taking us back to two thousand and four uh, about. This is this is where if we're filming this, we we have see six months later, yeah. um, I'm on a Yahoo group and I see Audra is uh, and it's kind of like it's Yahoo group for like local entertainers, people in bands. Um, she's helping book at a nightclub that's just opened in Oakland, California, and you know she's asked us, hey, I'm looking for you know unique acts, and I remembered her from our encounter six months earlier. Um, but you know, I said, yeah, I, I genuinely like, oh yeah, let me help out with this. Um, not being like Harry, but not having any ulterior motive, which, oh, you're looking for some, okay. Yeah. I, I really know some acts. And from there, uh, we started writing back and emailing each other every day. Wow. And it just it, it a little like a Nora, another Nora Ephron movie that she also directed. You've got mail, but uh, we had this oh uh, several months of emailing and uh, you know, and then she's then you know like she suggests, hey, maybe we could hang out sometime since we seem to have so much in common and. Uh, I was, I was actually, to be honest, a little, um, I was a little, uh, like Harry lady, maybe later in the movie. I was like, I just, I don't know. I've had, I've 
had some letdowns with romance. Maybe I just want to be a friend. I don't want to get my hopes up here. Uh, but yeah, we eventually, um, uh, from there, we, when we finally, we finally like hung out in person, we started dating, which is, yeah, we just, it, it became instantly after that. But yeah, we had this very long internet, uh, correspondence. So it is funny oftentimes, uh, cause there, there's a certain stigma to this, uh, to what I'm about to say, but you know, people are say, Hey, how did you guys met? And we both kind of smile and say on the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. We both. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, but it's all, it was all thanks to Yahoo groups that uh, I miss to this day. But that's, <laughs> that's how okay, that's a great story. Why thank not? you. Thank you. That's a modern day, uh, uh a, a, an internet age version of uh harry mentality yeah 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 i feel like uh when 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 brett met audra yeah yeah kind (laughs) of kind of sort of was it was like again it had some different uh truth truth is i i don't exist and nor efron just wrote my my backstory so um hey that works why not she worked for the cia so anyway but yeah that's that's my story (laughs) and i'm sticking to it okay great do you want to tell people once again how they can get in touch with brett stillo Yes, you can get in touch with Brett Stillo via uh, Yahoo Groups. I don't know. They don't exist anymore. Don't even try that. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, I'm on the Internet, and uh, you can look for me on uh, my, my good friend and partner, Josh Horowitz, has saved uh, our two series, uh, Five Minutes of Trouble, all about big trouble in a little China, and uh, a whole series of that, and then uh, Five Minutes of Bonsai, all about... The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. All right, and finding me is very simple. Just do a quick search for Move Around Minute. You can find me on my website, movearoundminute.com. You can find me on uh, Twitter, and you can find me on Facebook. So, Brett, you feel like coming back again tomorrow to to finish off the week with us? Oh, we got to, got to. February the second. Yeah, got to, got to finish off. Well, tomorrow's the third. Tomorrow's the third. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Today's the second. Well, actually, if if you were if you were stuck in Groundhog Day, tomorrow would still be February second. So you were right. Ah, and, you know, okay. That there is, you go. If your yeah. name was Phil Connors. Uh, time, time <laughs> shout out to to Bubba and shout out to Robert Black and everyone else who's done Groundhog Day and and um, uh, Sean 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 German. The great uh, Sean yeah. German. Hello, Sean. You see, we're we're just we're name dropping like crazy here, folks. There you go. Why not? <laughs> All right. Until, until tomorrow, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's Gave having. Give me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful you. Had to be you.